Hey guys, welcome, and thanks for listening to That Loudmouth Lady, the political podcast where I speak my mind about whatever might be going on in the government right now. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I was originally going to be doing a new episode today regarding the Women's March in San Diego, and I was going to have a friend on to discuss the women's march and both of our feelings and things on that um but i've decided to postpone that episode it's still most of it's been recorded there's a little more to record and edit to put out but that episode will still air probably in a week or two um i instead wanted to touch base on the covington catholic high school situation that happened over the weekend at a rally in um, Washington, D.C. at the Lincoln Memorial with a group of students um, as well as a few other groups of people and kind of made its way all over the internet this weekend. I'll do a little rundown for any of you who don't happen to know the story, weren't necessarily around, or maybe you've only heard parts of it. Um, And then I'll kind of give you an idea of my thoughts on this um just because I feel like it's kind of an important topic to discuss and I think that while it's still in the forefront of people's minds it's something that we should maybe reflect on and look a little bit more into so for those of you who don't know um last weekend there was a few different rallies going on in Washington D.C. Um, one of which was a indigenous people's march. There was a few different rallies going on, and then there was a March for Life event. Um, if you don't know, I'm sure you can figure out, but a March for Life event is a anti-abortion march for people who are uh, pro-birth that you know are not against abortion. So there was a group of white young male students from this Catholic school. It's an all-male Catholic school, so it makes sense that they were boys, but anyway, um, there was this, it's apparently a school field trip that they do every year. Um, I'm not sure why a Catholic school full of boys need to be going to an anti-abortion rally or march. Um, in my personal opinion, the only abortion they'll ever have any say on is the one that any girl they might get pregnant could possibly have. So it's not really their place, but again, we might get into that a little bit later. More than likely, that's a whole other topic, not something I really want to get into today. Um, anyway, so the boys had gone to a March for Life rally and, and March for school. This was a school-sanctioned field trip. Um, They're actually bussed out, and sometimes they make it a two-day thing. Some kids arrive in the morning. I'm not exactly sure when these kids arrived, but um, they spend the whole day there doing the rally and then the march, and then they usually bus on home. And so they had already finished their march, and were on apparently on their way to the buses to go back home um the first video that was released only shows 
a young man, a young brunette boy, and a Native American gentleman staring off at each other. The Native American man is beating his drum and he's chanting, and the young man is standing right in front of him, just staring at him with what I feel is a very obvious smirk on his face. There are multiple times while watching the video where I can see him look like he's trying to stifle a laugh. So I think it's a smirk, but anyway, so this first video comes out, everyone is in an uproar. There, these, this kid, how approach this Native American and this man is apparently a Vietnam veteran um, or a veteran of the Marines during the Vietnam War. Not too sure whether or not he served actually in Vietnam. Um, it's actually sounding like he didn't, but he did serve during that time. So he is a Marine or he was a Marine in the military, a uh, former Marine. And most people believe that this young man came up to confront the Native American man. Of course, people speak out in defense of the kids, that they're not doing anything wrong. Many people speak out in defense of the Native American man, that he's an elder, he's a Marine. Respect your elders, you respect those who served in the military. Those sort of things. Um, until another video came out, which was... The full video is apparently two hours long. I have not actually watched that one. I don't think they've, I don't even know if they've released the whole two hour video, but I personally don't have two hours to sit and watch that whole thing. But I've watched pretty much everything that's been released that I'm aware of. Um, so I did see the videos beginning where you can actually see that there are a group of Muslim Israelites who are yelling back and forth at these kids, calling them very pretty horrendous things and you know not being very grown up or responsible themselves in their actions and then the kid starts going you know at it with them they start do, they what they say is a school chant with one young man ripping off his shirt and beating his chest um and then the native american man walks in between them and he said he according to him he was trying to just calm things down um he thought things were getting a little too crazy um that the issues between the black israelite men and the children were just getting a little out of control and so he was going in to try and be like a buffer in between the two and he was chanting just to try and calm things down um and then he wound up face to face with this young man and they faced off for however long until the video ends now so the big problem here was that the rush to judgment from everyone news media people everywhere just automatically oh this horrible kid how dare he disrespect this vietnam veteran da -da 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 -da. look at this new video look at his behavior here it wasn't his fault it was these um, Israelites that were the cause of the problem and then of course there are more videos released of the children um, well I call them children they were teenagers but of these teenagers um, one is of them kind of harassing a group of girls you can't really tell what the boys are saying 
Um, there's speculation that at the end of it, one is calling the, one of the girls a slut, but it's kind of hard to make out what they're saying. I would call it just general catcalling of the girls and trying to get a rise out of them and be irritating. So, and then there's another video where I'm, they're standing in a group. I'm not sure when this was i'm not sure if this was during the march for life event i'm not sure if this was when they were back over near the indigenous peoples rally i'm not sure exactly where this was but there's another video of these some of the boys standing around and one of them yells it's not rape if you like it now no one can know exactly what this boy meant by that but my assumption based on teenage boys and their oh so hilarious humor having two of my own and things like that that he was referring to the woman's uh, um, res natural response to sex which they can't really control and if that's the case then that doesn't count as liking it so he should probably just make sure that the girl's consenting and that's all that matters um, but so clearly showing these two videos as well as the others you you get a little bit of a better look at what these kids are like and you know what happened that day i will admit that i too was one of the first ones to flip out and be like oh my god these kids what what on earth but you know while i can admit that some of the situation itself is different and it changed from what we initially believed happened to a slightly different situation. Um, I still generally stand by what I felt in the beginning. Um, those kids had no place being in any sort of altercation with grown men. Okay, the group of black Israelites should have not engaged because there's also a video now and i saw this today there's also a video from one of them claiming that the boys started it and that it wasn't them harassing the boys first it was the boys harassing them first and they just responded okay well they're teenage boys and you're grown men so you can either ignore what the teenage boys are saying and keep preaching whatever you were preaching or you can behave like the teenagers that they are and respond in kind. And unfortunately, in the video, you can hear them also saying some pretty horrible things to the um, Native Americans that are there. So I, I don't know how much I believe that guy in his video. Um, but either way, even if, even if he's telling the truth, even if the kids were the antagonizers, dude, you're the adult. So act like it. Um, and then they say that, so one of the things that really gets me, okay, they say that those, these black Israelites started spewing their hate and one child asked a chaperone if they may start using their school chant to counteract the things that they were saying. And this chaperone said, yes, sure, go ahead and have an altercation with these people that are saying these things. I'm sorry, no. 
if I were a chaperone, I would have immediately been escorting my group of children away from these gentlemen and away from this issue. I would not have allowed them to do anything to feed into the situation or make it worse. So seriously, chaperones, what the fuck? And I even read something today where another chaperone says they did all that they could and that there was nothing else they could have done differently to change the situation. Blah, 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 blah. No, you could have done so many different things than saying, sure, go ahead, run with it, do what you want to do, kids. If you want to, you know, if you want to antagonize, and I, I guess I shouldn't use antagonize, even though that seems to be what it did. Um, but if you want to interact with these men that are calling you incest babies and, you know, racists and whatever else, then maybe just don't encourage that nonsense. Tell them to walk away. Teach them to walk away. And by the way, so I haven't mentioned this yet. The reason these children were being called racist is because a good majority of the students are walking around with MAGA hats on. And, you know, I've made this correlation a few times now, but it irritates me because when the Parkland happened, when that shooting at Stoneman Douglas happened and all those students started speaking out about gun control and getting into the political aspects of that, all of these conservatives talked about how these kids are too young to understand what they're talking about and politics isn't for them yet and they should be waiting until they're a little bit older to, you know, start discussing that sort of thing and get into that sort of thing. And then these same people are saying that these kids from this Catholic school are mature enough to handle abortion rallies and very negative interactions with grown adults that have very bad things to say. Like, I don't... There's a big, astounding amount of hypocrisy in that. If these kids are all of the same age... If one group is mature enough to handle these political discussions and these adult topics, and so is the other. You can't have it uh, both ways. Um, excuse my crazy pit bull dog. She is uh, getting a little mouthy over to the side, if you can hear her. I apologize. She is my silly girl, but I don't know what she wants right now. She just wants to be talking. Anyway, um, so yeah, I'm, I personally am very irritated with the chaperones and their willingness to allow these kids to just go off and do what they want to do. Um, I feel like it made the situation worse. So all in all, as far as that part portion of the situation is concerned, do I feel like the students are solely to blame? No, absolutely I don't. Do I feel like they have some culpability in this situation and should take some ownership in this? Absolutely. They didn't walk away. They didn't stand down. They acted rather immaturely in multiple ways themselves and clearly based on earlier videos had no issue just being little punks and acting like little jerks on occasion. You know, I think they could all to take a little ownership for the situations for the situation that happened and now that brings me to since 
this last weekend. Um, going forward, you know, a lot of people, these kids are saying how they're misrepresented. They're going on TV shows. They were, I believe, interviewed by the Today Show. Um, one of the mothers of a student who was there wrote a letter to a online website um, claiming that the story was fake news. And let's see. She said that they were harassed by a group of black Muslims. Okay, well, first, ma'am, if you want to be taken seriously, perhaps you actually show a little respect for the other group if you want them to show some respect for you. Um, you know they weren't Muslims, so there's no reason to call them that. You know, and again, that's a whole other topic, but it's unnecessary. That that was unnecessary. She did it. She was doing that to be divisive and because she's angry and that's fine. She can be angry. You know, the whole situation is something to be angry about. But, you know, none of these people want to be the better person. They all want to get down in the dirt and be ugly and then blame everyone else for that. Um, then she says at one point. Um, did you yet witness the black Muslims yelling profanities and videotaping trying to get something to further your narrative of hatred? Did you know that this man, in quotes, meaning the um, veteran, came up to this one boy and drummed in his face? Shame on you, only reporting what you want. More fake news. Um, well, even in the video, that's not exactly what happened. So, you know, mom, I know you're angry, but do a little reflection on how those children behaved and maybe take them, make them take some ownership. Um, then we have the letter from Nick Sandman himself. Uh, I, I read the letter. No teenage boy wrote that letter. That letter was written by the PR firm that his parents hired to make him sound better. And it didn't work. Because he takes no responsibility, he takes no ownership, and if, if whoever wrote this didn't even want to sound like they were a teenager, like I um, let's see, I'm going to read this to you, and then you guys can make up your own mind on your thoughts on this letter. It says I am providing this factual account of what happened on Friday afternoon at the Lincoln Memorial to correct misinformation and outright lies being spread about my family and me. I am the student in the video who was confronted by the Native American protester. I arrived at the Lincoln Memorial at 4:30 p.m. I was told to be there by 5:30 p.m. when our buses were due to leave Washington for the trip back to Kentucky. We had been attending the March for Life rally and then had split into small groups due to do sightseeing. When we arrived, we noticed four African-American protesters who were also on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. I am not sure what they were protesting and I did not interact with them. I did he hear them direct derogatory insults at our school group. The protesters said hateful things. They called us racist, bigots, white crackers, faggots, and incest kids. They also taunted an African-American student from my school by telling him that we would harvest his organs. I have no idea what that insult means, but it was starting to, it was startling to hear. Yeah. See, that's where I start to question things. I, 
I, uh, he had to add that little last part in, and I don't necessarily totally believe it. Because even if he didn't know what that meant right when it was said, he sure knows it now. Um, but anyway, so because we are being loudly attacked and taunted in public, a group, student in our group asked one of our teacher chaperones for permission to begin our school spirit chants to counter the hateful things that were being shouted at our group. The chants are commonly used at sporting events. They are all positive in nature and sound like what you would hear at any high school. Our chaperone gave us permission to use our school chants. We would not have done that without obtaining permission from the adults in charge of our group. Okay, well, I definitely question that because what teenager doesn't do anything even without an adult's permission because they're teenagers and teenagers act a fool. Um, but they did do those chants and we're going to discuss those a little bit later because some stuff comes out about those chants that make it a little more interesting. Um, but so they, that's when the guy with the chest beating, that's what they were doing. They were doing their school chants. Um, at no time did I hear any student chant anything other than the school spirit chants. I did not witness or hear any student chant build that wall or anything hateful or racist at any time. The assertions to the contrary are simply false. Our chants were loud because we wanted to drown out the hateful comments that were being shouted at us by the protesters. After a few minutes of chanting, the Native American protesters, who I hadn't previously noticed, approached our group. The Native American protesters had drums and were accompanied by at least one person with a camera. The protester everyone has seen in the video began playing his drum as he waded into the crowd, which parted for him. I did not see anyone try to block his path. He locked eyes with me and approached me, coming within inches of my face. He played his drum the entire time he was in my face. I never interacted with this protester. I did not speak to him. I did not make any hand gestures or other aggressive moves. To be honest, I was startled and confused as to why he would approach me. We had already been yelled at by another group of protesters, and when the second group approached, I was worried that a situation was getting out of control where adults were attempting to provoke teenagers. Uh, okay, that's part, here's another part where I don't believe him, because that, he did not have the face of someone who was startled and confused. He had the face of a attitude -y little teenage boy who thinks that he's, you know, all that in a bag of chips, and he's going to show you his little attitude. Like I said, I've got one. He's 16 now and he's got that attitude so I know how teenage boys can be um I never interacted with this protester I did not speak to him I did not make any hand gestures oh wait sorry I got a little lost I believed that by remaining motionless and calm I was helping to diffuse the situation I realized everyone had cameras and that perhaps a group of adults was trying to provoke a group of teenagers into a larger conflict I said a silent prayer that the situation would not get out of hand. During the period of the drumming, a member of the protesters' entourage began yelling at a fellow student that we stole our land and that we should go back to Europe. I heard one of my fellow students begin to respond. I motioned to my classmate and tried to get him to stop engaging with the protester, as I was still in the mindset that we needed to calm down tensions. See, this is the kind of stuff that a teenager doesn't say. I never felt like I was blocking the Native American protester. He did not make any attempt to go around me. It was clear to me that he had singled me out for a confrontation, although I am not sure why. 
The engagement ended when one of our teachers told me the buses had arrived and it was time to go. I obeyed my teacher and simply walked to the buses. At that moment, I thought I had diffused the situation by remaining calm and I was thankful nothing physical had occurred. I never understood why either of the two groups of protesters were engaging with us or exactly what they were protesting at the Lincoln Memorial. We were simply there to meet a bus, not become central players in a media spectacle. This is the first time in my life I've ever encountered any sort of public protest, let alone this kind of confrontation or demonstration. You know, I don't honestly doubt that to be true. I don't think that they went there with the intention to cause a problem and make a scene, but they're teenage boys who were given permission to respond to a, an issue that they shouldn't have been, and they behaved the way teenage boys do. And instead of walking away they got aggressive themselves you know so they may not have intended it but it still happened i was not intentionally making faces at the protester i did smile at one point because i wanted him to know that i was not going to become angry intimidated or be provoked into a larger confrontation i am a faithful christian and practicing catholic and I always try to live up to the ideals that my faith teaches me, to remain respectful of others and to take no action that would lead to conflict or violence. Except he did not only smile once, he smiled the entire time. And like I said before, I saw multiple times where he was stifling a laugh. So this is not a boy who was confused or unsure. This is a boy, a cocky boy who was going to stand up to the guy who came his way and let them know that he wasn't going to stand down. Um, I harbor no ill will for this person. I respect this person's right to protest and engage in free speech activities, and I support his chanting on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial any day of the week. I believe he should rethink his tactics of invading the personal space of others, but that is his choice to make. I am being called every name in the book, including racist, and I will not stand for this mob-like character assassination of my family's name. My parents were not on the trip, and I strive to represent my family in a respectful way in all public settings. I have received physical and death threats via social media, as well as hateful insults. One person threatened to harm me at school, and one person claims to live in my neighborhood. My parents are receiving death and professional threats because of the social media mob that has formed over this issue. I love my school, my teachers, and my classmates. I work hard to achieve good grades and to participate in several extracurricular activities. I am mortified that so many people have come to believe something that did not happen, that students from my school were chanting or acting in a racist fashion toward African Americans or Native Americans. I did not do that, do not have hateful feelings in my heart, and did not witness any of my classmates doing that. I cannot speak for anyone, everyone, only for myself, but I can tell you my experience with Covington Catholic is that students are respectful of all races and cultures. We also support everyone's right to free speech. I am not going to comment on the words or accounts of Mr. Phillips, as I don't know him and would not presume to know, know what it is in his heart or in mind. Nor am I going to comment further on the other protesters, as I don't know their hearts or minds either. Notice that's the first time he used this gentleman's name in the entire letter, otherwise he was just this person. Um, I have read that Mr. Phillips is a veteran of the United States Marines. I thank him for his service and am grateful to anyone who puts on the uniform to defend our nation. If anyone has earned the right to speak freely, it is a U.S. Marine veteran. I can only speak for myself and what I observed and felt at the time, but I would caution everyone passing judgment based on a few seconds of video to watch the longer video clips that are on the internet as they show a much different story than is being portrayed by people with agendas. 
I provided this account of events to the Diocese of Covington so they may know exactly what happened, and I stand ready and willing to cooperate with any investigation they are conducting. This is the only statement that has been made by the Salmon family. Any comments attributed to any members of the family that are not contained in this document are fabricated. The family will not be answering individual media inquiries. So, this letter tells me that this kid feels that they did no wrong. They were perfectly above reproach and behaved in an, a, a perfectly acceptable manner. And I'm sorry. I don't believe that. I don't think they started it, but I think they should have walked away. I don't think they should have ripped off. One, that one kid should have ripped off his shirt, done his little chest chant. I don't think they should have been harassing girls earlier in the evening or earlier in the day. I don't think they should have, you know, I think that there are a lot of things that they could have done differently. And I think that they need to understand, reflect on, and, you know, own that. I think that they need to own their part in the situation and not just act like they have done no wrong. Um, now... Here's the one thing that really kind of since has really come out in the last like day or two. Uh, a, an image started to circulate around the internet. Um, I received it from a friend and then I started seeing it in the news and some other things of a picture that was part was screenshot from a video um, that was actually played on, I believe, the website for the Covington Catholic High School web and this screen capture shows a f basketball game and there's one black player standing there and next to him is a young man dressed in all black and you can see he's yelling at this kid who's obviously from the opposite team you know probably trying to psych him out whatever then you start looking at the other people in the audience well now pretty much everyone is wearing black because apparently it was a blackout game but there's a few people who aren't just wearing black. In fact, they actually aren't wearing black. They're painted in black. Yeah. So apparently this school has a thing about blackface. Um, now, now this, to be fair, this picture is from, I believe, 2015. It is not from the recent um, student body. It is not the kids we are discussing today. But... To me, that shows that this school has no issue with that sort of racism. They find it acceptable. They find it funny. They find it, you know, I don't, I don't know. But they, well, they did an interview with Fox and Friends. Two kids did an interview with Fox and Friends um, recently, today, I believe, where... They are saying that the blackface is part of their school spirit. Um, it's just part of their chance and, and what their school does. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, no. That's absolutely unacceptable. Um, that is not school spirit. That, let's that's that's not that is racist and so seeing that and knowing that that is something that they do at school games and something that they do at 
rallies and whatever other things that these schools hold, then that shows to me a pretty systematic sense of racism that goes on in that school and in that community. And clearly that needs to be looked into a little bit more. Because, I mean, I totally put responsibility on these kids for what happened on Friday. Absolutely. They're responsible. However, they're obviously going to school in and being raised in a very racist environment. And, you know, that's what they know. That's what they're learning. Uh, one student so here's one one student tries to explain it he says I just explain it as showing school spirit we have many themes like nerd business white out blue out blackout as you've seen in the video ever since I've gone to Covcast, we can't we haven't been able to wear black paint because of the video, but I know the kids meant nothing by it. It's just showing school spirit. So, okay, so well, that's nice. It sounds like they have actually realized that doing that sort of thing is racist and made the kids stop. But, because, yeah, there's, I'm now looking at the picture, and it's just like the old days. They've got the black skin paint and then the white mouth and the big white eyes, like, they knew what they were doing. They're not just doing blackout. They're, they know what they're doing. And so, yeah, that's, I mean, generally speaking, that's pretty much the conversation on this situation. That's the rundown on what happened and things. Um, like, I, I just, you know, I think everybody could take a little responsibility in what happened to that day. I think everybody could take a little ownership in their part. And all I see is a lot of people who want to pass the buck and be like, but, but this person did that and this person did that. So, you know, why should I be responsible for my actions? Because they're not responsible for theirs. And, you know, I can't say that that's not a pretty common thing in the world these days. And it's really sad. It's really sad how we treat one another. It is really sad what this country has become and how okay everybody is with. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but how okay a lot of people are with just not being kind because they don't have to. Because it's not, they don't want to be politically correct or, you know, whatever. Oh, that, that whole thing pisses me off. You know what? Fine. Political correctness is BS. Whatever. Don't be an asshole. There's no reason. There's no reason to be a jerk to people just to be a jerk. Um, so that's kind of my takeaway from this whole thing. Don't be an asshole. Own your shit. You know, you don't have to call it a mistake. I, oh, I often say I don't make mistakes, you know, because they're learning experiences. That's how you learn. People do stupid shit all the time. We all make mistakes. But, you know, do you learn from it? Or do you continue on down that same path? And I'm guessing that most of the people involved in that situation at the um, Lincoln Memorial will continue on down that path because none of them are taking any real responsibility. The Native American gentleman, Mr. Phillips, now he has... 
I, I would say he's the only one that's really stayed true to his own part of the story. You know, nothing that he said has really come back as a lie. He said, you know, he walked through these groups to calm them down. Some people say that he um, has done this before and that he actually likes to incite people. But no one can prove that that's what he was trying to do here. No one can prove he wasn't trying to calm the situation down. So... And, you know, his group had had issues with those black Israelites as well. So, you know, I don't think that he was over there defending them. <coughs> Excuse me. But, um, so yeah. Own it. They should, they just need to take their responsibility. The Israelites should take responsibility for their part. The kids should take responsibility for their part. They both should learn from the situation and move on. And, you know, I think we all could learn from the situation to, you know, maybe not always respond to everything. Maybe not always, we don't always have to respond to everything. We don't always have to get the last word in. We don't always have to be the one that's right. We don't. We really don't. And I think that this world could stand to be a lot kinder. Um, so... That is my episode for today. Thank you guys so much for listening to me. Um, I would love some feedback. I, you know, I would really love if any of you are listening on like iTunes or anything, please give me a rate, show, um, a little shout on what you think of my show. I would love to hear from you. Um, any of the ones where you can review me or whatever, please shoot me a little message. And then, um, like I, like always, I love it when you follow me on Twitter or Facebook at Loudmouth Lady and. Yeah, just uh, be kind to each other. Don't be an asshole. Thanks, guys. Have a great night, and I'll see you later. Bye.